It's time for another episode of Squaring Up the Sharp. We are already on to episode 19, week 15 in the NFL. The season's flying by. Uh, I'm Max Carroll. I'm joined by my co-host, Austin Weinrich. How you doing, Austin? Uh, I'm doing pretty bad, Max. Pretty it, bad? I've felt a feeling I haven't felt in so long. And that can only be signed, summed up by Simon and Garfunkel's words. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> Does this have anything to do with the Giants? Oh, of course it has something to do with the Giants. <laughs> I had a feeling. I just had a feeling. Um, yeah, um, rough week for us as Giants fans, but a good week for us overall. Uh, we squared up the sharp pretty good last week. Uh, you want to give them a recap on, on how we did so far? Yeah, Max, you killed it last week. Overall, for the 16 games, you went 10-4-2. and two. Your locks are two and one. That brings your lock total for the season at nineteen to twenty-three, almost back to five hundred. Almost. And I went nine five and two in our sixteen game week, and I went one one and one in my locks. Tampa Bay cost me by pushing. They did come back in that game, so they <laughs> kind of helped you out there. But um, and then that brings my season total to twenty-three eighteen and one. All right, so. You're still plugging away at the locks. Um, good week across the board for us, pretty much. Um, Maybe we're starting to get a feel for this. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just excited. <laughs> Last two weeks, I think uh, 21 nine and two in uh, in the 32 games. So I'm feeling pretty good. You're feeling pretty good, and uh, trying to make some money uh, as we as we finish up the regular season here. But uh, before we get to our normal show, I uh, just wanted to reiterate we are presented by the link. Uh, make sure to check out the website, linksports.com, L-Y-N-Q sports.com. Everything's in pieces. Uh, as we get towards the end of the season, we're going to have some more you know, regular season award content coming out, things like that. So make sure to keep an eye out for that uh, and check them out on Twitter at linksports uh, on Twitter. So we are presented by them. Want to give them a quick shout out. And uh, like I said, we have our regular show for you today. We're going to recap week 14 and get into some week 15 action uh and as you look at the week 15 games you're going to see a lot of games that don't really matter too much and uh we are going to touch on it touch on everything like we normally do but we're going to spend a little bit extra time on those games that have playoff implications and i know austin you were looking at some of the spreads for week 15 yeah and uh i think vegas is realizing a lot of these games don't matter a lot of these teams aren't even getting up for these opponents yeah, which is kind of surprising to see some of the, we've seen a lot of big spreads and you see teams that just don't get up for the games because they're so the the team that is favorited is so overpowering that they just kind of put it in cruise control and then you know you get those backdoor covers. So you have to be careful about those those big spreads for sure. But um, yeah, I mean we're going to start off with week 14 and uh, we'll jump right into it. We had a pretty good game Thursday night. Start off the week with uh, the Bears beating the Cowboys 31-24. I know we were split on this game. I just, uh, to me, I think the I think the Cowboys just have so many issues that this was a ripe. They were ripe for the picking for this Bears this Bears team. Yeah, I don't think I took into account how many issues the Cowboys really had going on behind the scenes, but that that seems to be the factor. I would say the Cowboys probably have the better team overall here, but. Oh, yeah, I think for sure. I mean, offensively, there's no question. Uh, if you look at the numbers for the season, the the, uh, the Cowboys are the number one team, but 
you also have to take into account who they've played, and they've played some mm-hmm. pretty bad teams. So I'm sure that inflates the numbers a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, if you looked at this, if you looked at this stat line for the offense for the Cowboys, you'd say, oh, they won this game no problem. But the Bears, I mean, Trubisky had three touchdowns. He ran for 63 yards. I mean, they Dallas's defense lost him this game, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. You give him up 31 to the Bears' offense. That's been pretty anemic all season. Yeah, uh, no, I definitely agree. And now you have the yeah. Now you have an issue here. You know the Brown, the uh, the Browns, the uh, Cowboys at six and seven. <laughs> you know somebody's got to win this division. Is someone going to win it at seven and nine? <laughs> uh, I mean, they play each. The Eagles and the Cowboys play each other, so that basically is going to be the division. Yeah, so you got to think that the team that wins the division, they, they, they sh- hopefully they're eight and eight. I don't want to see another seven and nine team get a home playoff game. It's just not, it's just not right. Uh, even though the last time it happened, they did win the game. Uh, so anything could happen. It's just not, it's not fair to the to the team that goes twelve and four. Yeah, it's going to be either the Forty Nineers or the Seahawks is going to be that number five seed. Yeah. <laughs> No, they're gonna, I think they're going to have to look at some sort of reseeding type thing where the problem is, is that there should be stock in winning the division. So I don't I don't I don't know what the right answer is. I don't know if there's a if there's a right answer, but uh, big win for the Bears. Thirty one twenty four. They go to seven and six, but too little too late. It's going to be tough. In my opinion. I don't think they're going to be, you know, the Rams won. They needed the Rams to lose. Um, they need a lot to happen. Uh, they basically need to win out, and then they're going to need help on top of that because that's the situation that they're in now. Um, the uh, Getting into the Sunday games, the Falcons just beat up on the Panthers. Um, don't really need to talk too much about this game. You know, the Panthers, with their interim head coach. They're basically tanking for the yeah, rest of the season. I mean, they don't get much out of it. Kyle Allen... Uh, you know, he just hasn't been the same. McCaffrey really kind of has fallen off a little bit in the last few weeks. It just makes me think, is Carolina in the market for one of those quarterbacks that's coming out this year? I think that depending on how the chips fall, they might uh, they might have the opportunity. I mean, the problem is they have five wins. They're going to – you're looking at probably – You're going to have to pay to move up. You're not – yeah. Yeah, they're going to have to trade up definitely. Um, you know – but the uh, you know the battle the uh, battle for the bottom of the division pretty much um, you know the Falcons get a, get a win there. But uh, one of the bigger games on Sunday was the uh, Bills hosting the Ravens. The Ravens end up winning this one 24-17. I thought you know I I was on the Bills um, and I know you were on the Ravens and it was right there. It was right at the right at the number. I think it was six. Was it six and a half or six? For it was six. The spread. It was six. Okay. So it was right, right. Vegas was right on it. Um, and then you're paying a Lamar tax now because everyone knows how dynamic he is. Yeah, and, and he wasn't even that great in this game, to be honest. No, with you. I mean he threw for three touchdowns, and he's mm-hmm. he's leading the league in touchdown passes, which I actually mm-hmm. I I wasn't aware. I knew he was at the top or near the top, but I didn't know that he was actually leading the league. And uh, to do it in Buffalo against this tough Bills defense, that's you know the Ravens are just kind of on another level than everybody else. And I know this was a close game, but they go on the road and, and get a big win here against a 9-3 and three Bills team. That, that's a that's a pretty good thing to put on your uh, resume. We're feeling good going into the playoffs. Um, 
the funny mm-hmm. funny moment in this one was the uh the pay, the play cards getting blown onto oh, the field, yeah. and then Tre'Davious White trying to read them. Yeah, he's trying to read them. The like ref you, comes over. Like you could actually get anything from them. Yeah, yeah. No, you could see when he looked down <laughs> at it. He was like, he looked up immediately <laughs> to see who was looking at him. You know, the ref comes over and takes it from him. Just a little kind of fun within the game there. But uh, yeah, the Bills at nine and four. I mean, they're still in a good position um, to make the playoffs. They just got to take care of business down the stretch. Um, Browns Bengals. Browns win at 27-19. The number was eight and a half here. So um, I think we were both. No, you oh, you were on the yeah, Browns. Yeah, I was on yeah, the yeah. Browns. Um, yeah, I know you weren't too happy with the uh, the way that it played out at the end with the. Well, they go by 10. Field goal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, what was it, 11? Yeah, the Browns went up 11, and the Bengals needed 11 points to tie the game. So they go for a field goal. Why not go for the touchdown first? Yeah, I mean, I, I, it, <laughs> to be honest, I don't mind the, the the way they went about it. That's honestly, if if I was a head coach, that's probably what I would do. I take the points, and then you and then you extend the game a little bit instead of going for it on fourth down and not getting it, and you're still down eleven. Problem problem with me is that they're they were one and eleven. So it's like, why point. not just why not just go for it? But you know, I don't I don't know, but um. Yeah, fun, good stat line here. Cleveland six plus wins in two straight seasons for the first time in almost twenty years. That's pretty that's, impressive. That's impressive. And now you have some other stuff coming out with Mayfield saying calling out the the, in, the training staff. I mean, what's what's going on here? Uh, I don't even know what to say about this it's, team anymore. It's something. And every then week. Odell's being recorded talking to the opposing quarterback, saying, "You guys got room for me." I didn't see that. Oh my god, it's it's something every week. I didn't know that that happened. Though. Yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> that's pretty bad. Um, yeah, that's uh, yeah. The Browns. I mean, they're not making the playoffs, but um, I mean, I guess I, what you want to see out of them. I don't think Freddie Kitchens is coming back. Um, no, there's no way that you can bring this guy back. The thing you want to see is you want to see Mayfield play well down the stretch. And kind of get it now. They have a full complement of mm-hmm. weapons now. You know, the 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 number of weapons they have is actually insane when you think about it. You know, but he just refuses to run the ball with Chubb. How many carries yeah, does Chubb have in this game? I know you you got upset because they, it was first and goal on the one yard line and they went empty. Empty. I was screaming on Twitter about this. Yeah, that's um, that's not a good look. But yeah, the Brown. I mean, Nick Chubb. Had, he had 15 carries for over 100 yards. He's averaging 7.1 yards a carry, and he only gets 15 carries. And Mayfield was <laughs> awful in this game. Mayfield was awful. Um, you know, another game under 50%, two more interceptions. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr., two catches, 39 yards. It's amazing that they can't figure this out. And against this team, like what, the last two weeks, the Bengals are all of a sudden <laughs> like a defensive, you know. The best run defense yeah, and it, the Jets refuse to run against him. You're averaging seven yards a carry on the ground, and you only have 15 carries. And it's not like the game; they had the game under control. Yeah, so they're still throwing when. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it it doesn't make any sense to me really. Um, but I think we'll see a new head coach. We'll see a new uh, you know regime take over, and maybe we'll see some different uh, results. I don't know. I wouldn't we'll bet see, on it. We'll see if we see a new regime take over. I don't know. Because uh, he's going to finish with 
probably seven, eight wins. Yeah, but it's gonna be tough. I don't know the the <laughs> hype coming in. If they go seven and nine or eight and eight, which is pretty much where I had them at the beginning of the year, you know they were they were like one of the, I think they were third in the Super Bowl. Oh yes, yeah. which are, is insane. It's insane. Those are for the squares. Not, yeah, well, it's yeah, um, but yeah, that's uh, they just gotta they gotta figure it out. I don't know I don't know what the answer is, but the Packers beat the Redskins twenty to fifteen. Again, I mean... The Packers are so bored in this game. They gave yeah, but, up a late touchdown. But th- see, that's the thing, though. It's, is, it, is it that they're bored, or is it that they don't... You know, because I, just just looking at them, they don't make adjustments. They come out and they play well. And then the second half, they just their offense is non-existent. Uh, I, I don't know what it is. Either they just, like you said, they just get bored, or they, you know... It's not... This is They should have blown this team out at home. Oh, yeah, easily, but... This yeah. is a, this is a game, you know. The last few years, you're looking at the Packers put up 40 plus points and just blow them out of the building. Yeah, I mean, the, maybe get Devontae Adams involved. He didn't have a good game. Yeah, I think what they're doing now is they've decided. You know, I can't even say they decided because they're doing something different. It seems like every game, but I mean, I think it's what I said that they're a running team now. Yeah. Yeah, no, they are. It's just they're not they're not consistent with it. And I think in games where Aaron Jones goes over 100 yards, they're six and one. So that's that's what they want to do. They want to run the ball. It's just, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, this if this team goes on the road in the play, that would concern me. Like if if for there's some, some reason there's some good run defenses in the NFC. Yeah, yeah, and I know that there were some weird kind of. Games this week with the with some of the bet with some of the top defenses, but if you're going on the road and facing one of those teams, you're going to have a problem, and you're going to need to rely on Aaron Rodgers. I don't know if you can with the weapons that he has. Devontae Adams is great. Besides that, what do you have? Jimmy Graham, a shell of Lazard, you know, <laughs> uh, Scantling, you know, who was supposed to be the guy, and now he's basically just. Non-existent. Yeah, those are guys in previous years. Aaron Rodgers makes them look like Pro Bowlers. Yeah, and it's not happening, which is concerning. And I, you know, the Packers being ten and three is actually surprised to me because their offense has not been good this year. You know, so I, you know, I don't know, but they they need to win the division, and the Vikings are right there at nine and four. But um, moving right along here, Broncos, Broncos just. Smoke, smoke the Texans. This is this is what you look at and you say, "What the heck is going on?" This is a Bill O'Brien game. Yeah, where and I think I, I think he just I, gets out coach. I think I messaged yeah. you like halfway at <laughs> halftime when it was. I I don't remember. You know, look at the score. Oh, it was thirty-one to three at halftime, and I texted you and I was like, "Yeah, Bill O'Brien has something in his contract <laughs> that says he can't finish better than nine and seven, because this was an eight and four team going up against a four and eight team at home, and." Now the division's I, in play because you the, blew this game. Yeah, and I think the number was nine for the spread. I think oh, was, yeah. The I think Broncos were getting nine points. Yeah, and I, I was on the Broncos because they just seemed to me – I didn't think the Broncos were going to put up 38 <laughs> points. If you told me the Texans were going to put up 24 points, I would be okay. I, I, yeah. You'd take that number. Yeah, you think Denver probably still covers. They can get two. They can get 14 points, you know, but to score – to be up 31-3 at halftime, it's embarrassing. To you a know? rookie quarterback. To a rookie, yeah. To a rookie, you give up three touchdowns and over three hundred yards to Drew Locke. Only five incompletions. Is, is Drew Locke going to save John Elway's job? 
as GM? I don't know. He might. He might, <laughs> but it, I mean, I don't. I, they're playing. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I I don't even want to venture a guess because, you know, I mean, it's Drew Locke. I don't even know. He was taken in the first round, right? Two years ago. Now second round this year. This year, so he's a rookie. Yeah, you know, he, yeah, you're right. He's a rookie. Um, yeah, I just <laughs> I, for John for John Elway's sake. I mean, he's won a Super Bowl there. He's been to two. You know, you got to think that it's tough. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but next, if Locke comes in and wins them the next two games and closes out the season strong. Well, that's the thing is that if you look at who he's drafted at quarterback, it's that, is that what you're getting at? Yeah. Because it's been <laughs> terrible. I mean, Paxton Lynch, I don't even know where he is anymore. I don't think he's in the NFL. Uh, Probably in the XFL soon. To be I don't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Trevor Simeon. Uh, you know, I don't know. But Every quarterback has made a mistake on But if he finally hit one with Locke. That's all that matters, right? <laughs> Eventually, if you hit, you'll be all right. But... Um, yeah, next game here, Vikings beat the Lions 20-7. to This was one of the pushes of the week, um, one of two. And I think you, you kind of hit it on the head. The Vikings just kind of got bored in this one. Yeah, I mean. They were up 20 to nothing, you know, and they just kind of. You don't want to risk Dalvin Cook, so you're not running him that much. Madison's getting a lot of carries. Yeah, I think, um, you know, a little note here, Daniil Hunter fastest to ever to 50 sacks or youngest to 50 sacks he's a he's an animal that yeah guy. he's a freaking beast um but yeah i mean the vikings they ran yeah they, like you said they ran the ball a ton almost just about 40 times in this game um they didn't need to do much to win this nah, game they, they knew it too yeah and um you know i think the thing for them is just getting Thielen back healthy i mean that's that's going to be the difference between this team potentially making a run. That could be the difference, you know, having that extra weapon out there. And Diggs has been good, but he's not Adam Thielen. Um, you know, and it's nice to see them getting Kyle Rudolph involved a little bit, getting an extra weapon on the field. Um, I mean, that's the thing. If the Vikings keep winning, they get the sixth seed at worst. Yeah, I think I think it's and it's, I think they have one more game against Green Bay, so yeah, think, that's possibly the yeah. division. I think next week they play Green Bay, or it's either it's not this week; it's either next week or the week after, I believe. Um, yeah, Chicago plays Green Bay this week, which is that should be an interesting game. But uh, yeah, I mean, the Vikings. I think if they win out, they win the division. It's one of those weird scenarios where they're a game back, but if they win out, they win the division. I think. Um, we actually have a couple of those. Yeah, there's a few of them, yeah. Um, Saints lose at home to the 49ers. This was one of those weird games. 48-46. You thought these two defenses coming in, it was going to be... Yeah, I predicted the game. 24-20, 49ers. You had the, well, you had the 49ers winning, so you were, you were right on that. You had them covering mm-hmm. the spread. I think we both picked them for the spread. Yep. Uh, and it was only a 2.5 point spread. It was close. They were getting points, the 49ers, because yeah. obviously they're the away team. Yeah, so... I mean, this was um, this was a fun game. This was this was this is what is annoying is that why was this game not (laughs) flex for everybody to why was this game not for everybody to watch? And I know you you can't have everybody watching every game. You have to have some games like this, but that's two weeks in a row now where you've gotten games that are the better games at one o'clock. Yeah, these are the combined record coming in was. what was it 20 and four or something yeah 20 and four like how can you not have these two teams playing 
in a in a, a time slot that everybody can watch. And who you know, you have Drew Brees throwing for five touchdowns, Garoppolo throwing for four, even Emmanuel Sanders threw for one. Like this was the game that you wanted to watch, and you, and you just couldn't. So unless you have the package, which is insane, I've had the package and it's well, you get blacked out half the time. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, this was the game that you wanted to watch and you weren't able to. So. I mean, but this is a, this is a huge win for the 49ers on the road. This this kind of shows you that even when their defense doesn't play well, they they can pick it up. Yeah, now their offense is starting to look good. Uh, Raheem Morissette, they have uh, three legit running backs right now. Yeah. Morissette's all of a sudden become the number one guy out of yeah, nowhere. I mean, Maybe just because uh, he has fresh legs. This is one of those situations where you don't really get frustrated because they're all good. You give them the ball, they can all run. You don't have, you know, it's not like a Philadelphia situation where they have three running backs and... One's coming off an ACL injury. Jordan Howard just looks old. Yeah, and he's hurt now. It's like, it's not one of those situations where they just have a running back by committee and there's not one good running back or there's one decent running back and then two bad ones and you got to try to like get everybody carries to make everybody happy. The 49ers can give it to anyone, Coleman, Brita, or Mostert, and they're going to carry the ball well. Yeah, so and the, that's just what the 49ers want to do. They want to run the ball. Um, this next game here, Jets beat the Dolphins 22-21. I mean... The only thing to come out of this game is that pass interference call that basically won the game for the Jets, to be honest. Well, actually, let's... let's mm-hmm. Let's combine it with the previous one that we just talked about. The refing in the NFL is disgusting. I think everybody, I, I don't, I, I haven't met one person that says, yeah, oh yeah, the refing in the NFL is great. They do a great job. No. You had the holding call on the on the fake punt that didn't, that wasn't called. That, that should have been called. They weren't allowed to challenge because they said it was hold, defensive holding. Yeah. Uh, what? Uh, what? Uh, that, whatever that means. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know what that means, but so that's basically admitting that there was a penalty, but you can't challenge it because defensive holding's not challengeable play. It's only defensive pass interference is challengeable play. Whatever they want to say to make them feel better, I don't know. But then you have this game in the jet, and yes, it it was pass interference. Okay, but you've gone an entire fourteen weeks up until this point. That I think it was nine and fifty-eight or something. And now, and now they're starting to overturn <laughs> them. And on top of that, okay, within two minutes, now we're gonna we're gonna do a bu- a booth review of this pass interference. I don't think that's <laughs> happened all year. I don't think it's happened all year. And this is the problem with the NFL because the game is in the refs' hands. They get to pick and choose what they want to do. Oh, it's a fumble. Oh, let's just call it a fumble so we can go back and look at it, which is actually the right call. But it's ridiculous mm-hmm. because if you want to say, yeah, oh, we just want to get the calls right. So we're going to we're going to look at now we're going to start to look at pass interference. Well, then you should be able to look at it the entire game. Why even make it a challengeable thing? Just say, oh, we're going to look at it. You know what? The games are long freaking enough already. <laughs> the games are three and a half hours long. All right. And on top of that. How about not having the refs have to go to a stupid video. box thing with the hood and look look at the video? You have 700 cameras at every game, and you're telling me that you can't figure it out in 30 seconds? 
no, you gotta go to a TV timeout first. And then you come back to announce to everyone that you're you're gonna review the play that's being challenged, oh. and that's another three minutes. Oh my god, it drives me nuts, dude. Yeah, they go. They yeah, exactly what you said. They go to commercial, they come back, and then they say, "Oh yeah, oh this is under booth review." And then it's they like, start the booth reveal afterwards. And then you go back to commercial. The games are already long enough. I don't care at this point how long the freaking game is. Get the call right, okay? Does anybody sit there during an NFL game and say, I, I mean, I, I, don't, I, have, I don't think I've done it. Oh, this game is taking so long. No, it's it's because of the, the breaks in the, – the, just the breaks in play that are unnecessary after a freaking – after a punt. After a three and out and a punt, you got to take a commercial break. After a kickoff, you got to take a commercial break. No, that's the stuff that pisses everybody off. But that, the, the other argument is that's why every NFL owner starts with seventy million dollars in his pocket, and that's old numbers. I don't know what the new TV could deal is. Sure, it's pushing a hundred now. But it's just if if you want to have a, if you're going to do a, bu- a booth review for pass interference under two minutes. It should just be a reviewable play. It should be like a freaking turnover or a touchdown and just say, we're going to review it every time no matter what. And it doesn't have to be – if it's not – I'm not talking about every time that there's a pass you need to look at and see if there's pass interference. I'm talking about just any time that there's a question, just don't have – don't force the coach to challenge it. Just say, we're going to look at it. Well, that's the thing in this game. It's the essence of the rule isn't to challenge a borderline pass interference call. It's just supposed to be that egregious play that the Saints game happened exactly. last year. Exactly. And was this egregious? I mean, was this call egregious? If this wasn't called pass interference, is it egregious? I don't. I didn't think so. Because when I looked at it the first time, I said, "Yeah, I mean, you could mm-hmm. you could call." He got there early, but how many times do we see that? But now you have. But now you're gonna. You decide a game on it. I mean, the NFL is just lucky this game really didn't matter. This would be bigger news if oh, this yeah. game actually mattered. Yeah. No. Imagine if, if the if you were in the Dolphins' position in this game, if this and they happen- actually had a chance to make the playoffs. <laughs> if this happened in the 49ers Saints game, this would be national news everywhere. Oh yeah. And that's what's sad about it is that the Jets come. The Jets come from behind with the with the drive to win the game. And nobody's talking about that. Everybody's just talking about the fact that it the been. way they won. Yeah, fourth and eighteen, it would have been. Yeah, uh, it's just it's it's incredible. And there were a couple other, you know, and we'll get to it with the Patriots game. Just calls that just decide the games, but they still don't want to say, "Oh, we're if it's wrong and you don't challenge it." Then it's fun. then we're off the hook. Yeah, because you should have challenged it. And you didn't. It's your fault. Oh, you don't have any challenges left. Too bad. Because I can't even tell you how many times you sit there and watch a game and say, "Why is it taking them so long? Why is it taking them so long to get this?" I've seen seventeen instant replays, and it's obvious that he didn't step out of bounds, or it's obvious that he caught the ball. I mean, the best thing is. How has the NFL not figured out how to get better technology for spotting a football? They do it in soccer. <laughs> they do it in soccer. They have a freaking chip in the ball, and it tells you if it goes over the goal line or not. Are you kidding me with this? <laughs> I mean, I've heard it enough all week. I've heard it for 
just sports talk, New York sports talk radio is just mm-hmm. going off on this right now, and I'm sure every I'm sure everybody in the country is because it's just it's atrocious, and you know I, I've said it a million times, and then we'll we'll move on to the next game. But this whole thing with having the refs in the booth and saying. Yeah, all oh, this. This is what. What would you do in this situation, so and so? Well, th- th- it looked like this, so I'd call it this way, and and then nothing happens. <laughs> it's like so. You have a guy. You have a. You have a expert rules analyst in the booth, telling, explaining to you everything, and then you're gonna say, uh, no, that that's not actually what happened. Um, we're gonna go. You know. Uh, let me let me digress here. I'm getting all worked up. I've been I've been worked up since the weekend, and I know you got to start following bad sports ref Twitter. It's just well, do I want to though? That's <laughs> no, thing. it'll just give you give you agita. It'll it'll ruin my life. Um, but moving on here, I mean, um, kind of a game that you know two two teams that are now six and seven. The Buccaneers beat the Colts thirty eight thirty five. Buccaneers came back in this one. Um, I don't know. The Colts have just kind of ran out of ran out of juice. They just ran out of juice. Well, without T.Y. Hilton, so I didn't. T.Y. Hilton's the MVP apparently of the league because the Colts' yeah. offense sucks without yeah, him. Right, I know. Um, you know, this game was was kind of back and forth. At one point, twenty four fourteen, the. Um, the Colts, the Colts were up, and Winston continues the streak to thirty interceptions. He's he's well on his way. He had three in this one, back to back weeks now, where he's thrown a pick on the first throw. Throw of the no, game. No, no, two was, weeks ago. It was two weeks ago. All right, so yeah, two last out of the last. Week he actually three. didn't have an interception. So okay. He had to make up. So he made up for it with three. Okay. Um, threw for over four hundred fifty yards. Like this guy can throw for all the yards in the world <laughs> that he wants, but if he's going to throw thirty picks, I, you know, I don't I don't know how that's that's going to pan out. I know Bruce Arian said he's going to wait until the end of the year. To, to make, make a, a decision. decision. Yeah, to make a decision. So, I mean, Mike Evans had a catch for 60 yards and a touchdown. And, and <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, you know, the Bucks are just a mess. Both teams are a mess, but the Bucks actually have won three in a row. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what they do with the quarterback situation. Winston's going to curse them for another three years. <laughs> I could see them re-signing him, to be honest. And... Honestly, at I, this point, you kind of have to. I don't. I, I just. I don't see the Bucks. Mike Evans might ask for a trade if they resign once. So. Yeah, I know, right? Um, yeah, uh, six and seven for both teams. Um, not yeah, not really relevant, in the, and they're yeah. not in the playoff picture, so there's nothing really much else to say. Um, this game, not much either. Chargers beat the Jaguars in Jacksonville, forty-five ten. Uh, just a big blowout win for them. Uh, Eckler. 100 yards rushing and receiving on the day. Uh, big game for him. I mean, we kind of talked about it before we started recording. The only kind of thing to take away from this was kind of one of those funny mm-hmm. moment, moments with Phil Rivers just oh, yeah. being a dick. Uh, to, uh, in, I forget the guy's name, the defensive end. In Gakwe? Yeah, in Gakwe. Yeah, he throws a touchdown pass. And Gakwe actually helps him up. And then <laughs> Phil Rivers just gets right in his ear and is screaming at him about... A touchdown. Yeah. And Ngakwe goes to the ref and yeah, what the ref goes up to him saying, Okay, that's enough. Walk away and then Rivers comes back and does it again. But if that was a defensive player doing that, you know a flag is being thrown. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And that's what's frustrating again. Mm-hmm. Talk about refs. 
being consistent. I mean, Ngakwe didn't have a problem with him talking trash. He just said, he can say whatever he wants. Just don't say it in my ear. And Philip Rivers says, no, I'm going to say it in your ear. That's just what I do. Like, what does that even mean? You got you to, you to whisper sweet nothings. Breaker? Five and eight. I'm yeah. five and eight quarterback. Yeah, let me, yeah let me How let me many games have I cost my team this year? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, you can't make it up, man. You can't make it up. I'd love um, to know how many interceptions he's thrown on fourth quarter drives. Uh, I know he's lost at least uh, I want to say two games. I know I know that that much, but um, Steelers get a, a road win in Arizona against the Cardinals. They win twenty three seventeen. So they continue to to somehow just pull off pull out these wins, and um, you know they're eight and five sitting. They they have to keep winning. They can't no, they, they can't trip up here. And I think they have a they have a kind of a tough uh, final three games here. I know they play the Ravens again. Um, they have Buffalo this week. And I think they get the Browns one more time. Yeah, so they got... No, no, they play the Browns twice, right? Um, yeah, Cincy, yeah, maybe. They, yeah. they might get Cincy again. I think they play the Ravens again. I think they only played them once this year. But, um, yeah, I mean, the Steelers go to 8-5. and five. Big win for them. I don't know how they do it, to be honest. I mean, Tomlin, you know, they're talking about him for coach of the year. Which, I mean, he's, I think that's tough. It's tough, though. I know they've had a lot of injuries, but it's tough when you're going to have a team that finishes as a six seed at thirteen and three potentially. It, it's hard to pay. I would love to actually. Maybe next week we'll look up the coach of the year odds because it's going to be tough this year. I mean, you got San Francisco. I think Kyle Shanahan's the guy, honestly. Yeah. I think he's the, he's the front runner to me right now. Obviously, you have Harbaugh. Like, how, yeah. how can you give it to <laughs> Tomlin? I know he's done a great job with the injuries. But I mean the 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 big injury they've had obviously or the you can't say oh he doesn't have Bell he doesn't have Brown because they were off the team before the season started you knew that coming in so you can't say well he doesn't have Big Ben Le'Veon Bell or Antonio Brown to me take the last two off the fact he doesn't have Big Ben that's a big deal yeah I mean and to be honest it was more the GM trade of Minka Fitzpatrick that really. Somehow yeah. made this team that amazing. They were just missing the one slot corner. <laughs> yeah, I mean they've they've done a good job and uh, that first round pick doesn't look so bad now because it's going to be honestly the way some of these records are. That's going to be like a what twenty fourth. I mean, yeah, their first round pick is going to be if they make the playoffs, they're already in the top twelve 20, yeah. or the or the the yeah. bottom twelve. So. Yeah, I mean, if you if you would have said that before, the, I I didn't like the trade because I thought the Steelers weren't going anywhere. I thought the Steelers. Yeah, were gonna, I would agree with you. After the injury to Big Ben and all that, I thought the Steelers were going to be four and twelve, maybe five and eleven. But hey, good for them. Um, Tomlin's done a great job. Uh, final few games, or they've got four games left here. Uh, Chiefs beat the Patriots in Foxborough, twenty three sixteen. Another rough outing for the Patriots offense. Uh, you know, they just look just lost. yeah. They just look out of sync. They don't have the weapons that they've had in the past. They can't run the football. Um, another you know another blown call in this one. Well, the fumble recovery too was a big one by Gilmore, where the ref blew the whistle. Blew the whistle. Yeah, and they it was a fumble. And again, it's one of those things. You know, just let it go. Let it go, and then same thing. They, with the, they all got their memo on that. Let it go. And they started doing it. So what changed now? I mean, I know everybody said, oh, the Patriots get all the calls, get all the calls. It doesn't matter. The call should be right no matter what. And, you know, Tom Brady's struggling. Um, I mean, 
he had the thing with the Nakeem Harry and the touchdown where they said he stepped mm-hmm. out, but he actually didn't. It would have tied the game. You know, just stuff like that where you know, that's, that's, that's the type of stuff where, you know, this was a three-point spread. So the Patriots score there. If you're putting money on this game, you know, <laughs> do you, you're basically saying – you're basically giving your money to the refs and saying you guys <laughs> decide. Are, you guys decide who wins because that's, that's what continues to happen over and over again. And that's what's so frustrating about it is – you want to put you want to you want a, a good game uh, first and foremost. You want a fair game, and if you decide to put some money on it, you definitely want it to be that way. You want it to be fair, and it just seems like it's just so out of whack with the with the refs. It's it's tough, but um, a few games left here. Titans beat the Raiders on the road in Oakland, forty two twenty one. Tannehill six and one as a starter. He's just killing it. Uh... He's got them right back in the playoff race, either for the wild card or the division now is in play because I think they played the Texans twice. Yeah, so they're actually tied for the division lead right now. And they got... I think they play them this week coming up. They play... We got the schedule here. Um, Yep, they play in Tennessee this week. So this is a big game. Um... You know, they put themselves in a position now where they yeah. they, they can make a run. So, I mean, Tannehill's, Tannehill threw for almost 400 yards and three touchdowns. Derrick Henry went over 100 yards again. He just uh, continues to do it. Yeah, and this was this was a game for the for the Titans that you're you're like, hey, when was the last time we had a quarterback throw for almost 400 yards? I mean, I don't know. If, I don't know if Mariota ever did it. I would venture a guess and say See no. See if Vince Young. Yeah, I mean, we'd have to check into that. But you know, the Raiders are Raiders similar to the Colts. They just fell off. I mean, they were six yeah, and four. Know. They were looking good, and then they, they lose to the, the Jets. Jets. They lose. They get destroyed by the Chiefs, which you saw coming. And then, um, you know, but yeah, the Titans tied for the division. It might come down to the division, and if they don't win the division, then they might not make the playoffs, depending on how the Steelers finish up. But right now, they're both 8-5, and five, it's gonna be sitting a, in that second it's spot. It's actually going to be a tight race for the AFC. Yeah, which is exciting. The NFC, you know, not so much. But uh, Rams beat the Seahawks. Talking about uh, playoff races here, the Rams kind of move up. Um, you know, are they going to be – you're talking about – the, the Seahawks are now 10 and three. You have the 49ers at 11 and two. And uh, they play each other one more time. They play each other again. So who's that sixth team in the NFC playoffs right now? Vikings. The Vikings, nine and four. All right, so the, so the Rams are chasing the Vikings. Um, this was, they needed this win. If they didn't get this win, they were done at the I. I think you can pretty much yeah. you can pretty much say that they'd be two games behind the Vikings with three left. That's that's not going to happen. Um, I was kind of surprised that the Seahawks weren't able to do anything really. On yeah, offense. they weren't able to do anything. I mean, Tyler Lockett was sick coming in. That that pissed me mm-hmm. off too because they said you know he's good to go, he's playing, and then you're, you're watching the game and he's not on the field and. He's been on and off the field the yeah, last couple just, weeks. That's 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 to go along with the refs. You got to clean up the injury stuff too. Like, well, I sent you a text about what was it Matt Patricia and the Lions were fined 
And Matt Patricia himself was fined like eighty thousand dollars. Yeah, I think yeah, it was like eighty five. I think it was about the Stafford injury. Not disclosing that soon enough. Yeah, like that. Mm-hmm. You can't have that stuff. You can't have that stuff. You're talking about legalizing betting in the United States. You cannot have that because that is the stuff that's going to. They're going to need to have crazy. like independent investigators like look at these injuries. I mean, we yeah. didn't talk about it, but Le'Veon Bell missed the game last week and with the flu or whatever. And then he's seen bowling the next day after the game or something. He bowled like a 251. <laughs> he bowled a 251? Yeah. I, I saw his rushing yards than he has all year? Because that's... Probably. <laughs> I saw his interview. He said, oh, you guys are just mad because I bowled my best game ever. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we're mad. That's why we're mad. Um, but yeah, big win for the Rams. They need it. They're still on the outside looking in, but they're kind of... Uh, you know, trending in the right direction after after a couple nice games. Uh, and then the Monday night game... <sighs> it brought back some darkness. That makes me happy, though. That Like, I, I can still get this depressed about the Giants. Uh, yeah, I know, right? But it, but, <laughs> but it was only because Eli was on the field. That's it. I mean, it brought me hope again that maybe the Giants were going to win one last one for Eli. I just wanted him to go out with a win. Dude, he came out on fire, too. He's dropping dimes to Slayton. The thing that I loved about it, and this is the difference and why I'm not sold on Daniel Jones. I know that things can get better. I know that his, uh, you know, as far as him getting the ball out on time, that stuff can... But it was just so nice to see Eli take a snap, know where he was going with the ball, and get the ball there. No double clutching. No double clutch. And I don't care. I mean, I appreciate it more now than ever. Eli Manning sees a guy coming. He knows he's going to get hit. He just hits the ground. That's why he lasted 16 years. Didn't miss a start because of injury. And you don't see Daniel Jones just stands there, stands there, stands there. He gets destroyed. He gets crushed. The ball is flying all over the place. He's throwing picks. He's getting he fumbles. Like, that's the type of stuff where I, I was watching this game, and I'm like, you do miss that. You know, like, Daniel Jones looks like he could play, but you just miss the stability, knowing just you can't put a price on that, knowing where to go with the ball, getting the ball out on time. I think they showed a stat. The average snap to release was like 2.76 seconds in the NFL so far, and he was getting it out in like 2.2. Like, he was just quick, making decisions. That touchdown to Slayton... Oh, if that was Daniel Jones, that was either incomplete or it was picked because I could just see him double clutching, throwing the ball late, and then it's picked. But that was a great play. The 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 second touchdown to Slayton, just perfect over the shoulder. Oh, it was just beautiful. It was just beautiful yeah, for the first half. <laughs> and then you get into the second half. And Which, it's typical Giants. Yeah, where I'd love to... I'm going to look up the splits eventually of how bad the Giants have been in the second half because I know against the Bears, would they give up three straight touchdown drives? Yeah, they just don't make adjustments. They don't, <laughs> they don't adjust- know how. They don't make adjustments for themselves. Uh, you know, like... I think Philly was running, like, three tight ends most of the second half, and the Giants were so confused. Well, like, uh, are they going jumbo? Oh, oh, my God. They Alshon Jeffrey's out. <laughs> they only have two wide receivers left. They're playing a wide, a quarterback, a, co- a college quarterback <laughs> at wide receiver. Greg Ward, it's such a, it's such a tough thing. Yeah, yeah, and he was actually really good. It's such a tough thing to figure out, you know? Oh, they don't have anybody left. <laughs> so they're going to throw the ball to Ertz. 
which the Giants can't cover <laughs> tight ends to save their life anyway. So whatever. But just on offense too, I mean, no adjustments were made. They didn't move the ball at all. I don't know how many times they went three and out. It was just tough. I mean, like you said, I don't, I don't know runs. how Sherman got a job when he can't design a run game for and he's supposed, Saquon Barkley. He's supposed to be the offensive guy. He's supposed to be the and he's gone now. All right, so <laughs> he better be. It's gone. either Ron, it's either going to be Ron Rivera or Mike McCarthy, in my opinion. I prefer Mike McCarthy. I prefer an outside of the box guy. Do you, you, have, you have somebody in mind? I'd love for them to go after someone in college. See, that's the thing, though, uh, and a lot of what I've been hearing is that they're that's not going the to hire, not hire that, that first-time coach. McAdoo was a freaking disgrace, and now Shermer, who didn't really have the think, pedigree. Yeah, we're going to get some old, crusty white guy who doesn't understand the new NFL. I know exactly how this is going to go. Giants are going to be in purgatory for the next three or four years. Well, I would just prefer somebody who's not going to put up with BS from players like Janoris Jenkins. Who was caught tweeting today. Who, who, tweeting his stats while he's getting uh, work done. Yeah, at practice. And calling somebody, you know, uh, what do you call him? Uh, the R word. I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it either. But he, he called him, <laughs> he called him uh, something... Bad and I could. I, he's probably going to get fined. I could see him getting fined because you can't. You can't say. You can't do that stuff. So no. he's. So he's lost it. You know. And I don't want him back. I mean, everyone's. You know, not everybody, but I've heard people talking Saying, like, oh, he's not that bad. He's not that. You know, he. We need to bring him back for leadership and stuff. No freaking <laughs> way. He's not. Don't bring this guy back, please. Don't bring Gettleman back. Don't bring Shermer back. They can all go. All three of them can go hang out. Except and, we all know Gettleman's coming back. That's a given. Oh. It's a given, you know it. He bought himself another year with the Daniel Jones pick. Oh. He'll be like, you can't judge me. I'll get him. Yeah. Even though I'm trading my third well, round you know pick. Who, you know who the coach is going to be then? <laughs> yeah. And we're going we're gonna to let him pick the next coach. That's the thing. They should have someone else pick the next head coach. They need an all. They need... Uh, I don't even. I don't. I don't even know what they need. I don't know. Let, let me trade my valuable third round pick, which is probably going to be number oh. two overall for Leonard Williams. Oh. To look at him. Ah, let's talk about that for <laughs> one second before we get to week fifteen, please. Leonard Williams comes out and says, "I want to get paid top dollar because I'm tired of losing," which doesn't make any sense. Okay, but the guy has zero sacks on the season. Yeah, because he's so fantastic, right? He's been so good since he's come into the NFL. He was not he he had all this hype coming in. He the last couple of years he's been awful for the Jets. That's why they traded him. The Jets basically just I don't know what do you want to what do you want to call it? A Jedi mind trick Dave Gettleman into thinking he needed yeah. the lineman. Yeah. Oh, you know, here, take four. Take, yeah, take it. Take a D line. You just drafted one in the first <laughs> round. So take here. Use another D lineman that you're not going to use, right? And oh, you can use him in a rotation. I think he played 51 out of the 78 defensive snaps I saw. Yeah, because oh he's okay. So now you have two. You have Dexter Lawrence and you have Leonard Williams, who are two down players. So now you need two guys to come in for them on passing downs, right? So this is a first. These are two first round picks, one of which you just traded a third round pick for, and now you're going to say, "Oh, if I don't get paid, I'm leaving." Okay, the Giants aren't going to pay him. So, you know what's going to happen? Yeah. 
He's gonna go to he's gonna go back to the Jets. The Jets are going to sign him, and the Jets are going to have the Giants' third-round pick. They're going to have Leonard Williams back, which whatever. And I don't, I don't care about Leonard Williams. I just, how do you give up a third-round pick for this guy? And then they show him in the booth at the Eagles game. I'm like, I, I you, we haven't heard from him all year. Haven't seen him all year. He doesn't talk to the media. No, he talked to the media early after that Daniel Jones pick, and after the Giants yeah. won those two games. And yeah. Oh, look at I him knew, now. I knew what I was doing. And, and I see disappeared his, after their nine straight losses. I see his face up there. <laughs> and it just it just pissed me <laughs> off. You see his face. I don't want to see it anymore. Ah, with that, that's yeah. it. That's it for week 14. And uh, we're on to week 15 here. So let's not waste any time. Got a lot of got 16 games on the slate, and like we said, we're going to spend a little bit more time on some than others because yeah, some matters more, some (laughs) matter more. But uh, Thursday night, so tomorrow night, we got the Jets heading to Baltimore to play the Ravens. Right now, the spread is 15 and a half. I mean, any Thursday night game that's double digits, I'm going to take the dog, no matter what. I love Lamar Jackson. The Ravens probably win this game easily, but how many times have we seen Lamar Jackson come out in the fourth quarter? Why are they risk? Why would they risk him um, a Thursday night game? It doesn't really matter. I mean, what do they have a two-game lead now? Basically, yeah, for the number one uh, seed. Well, they're they're eleven and two, right? They've got yeah, because they but beat they the, the Patriots. So oh, yeah, the Patriots. You know, they they got uh yeah, I think that's it actually. Yeah, like, yeah. I think that's they're just worried about the Patriots. I mean, the Chiefs are coming on strong, but they're two they're two games back. Um, and I think the Chiefs actually did the Chiefs beat Baltimore. Yes, they did. I think early. So they have the head to head there. The Jets just have so many injuries. Um, <laughs> you know, Le'Veon Bell is going to play. It looks like uh, I don't know. I agree that the Thursday night games most of the, most of the time you're going to take the dog. It's just this team is just such a <laughs> mess right now, and I don't know. Um, Mark Andrews is questionable for for tomorrow. That would be a, that would be kind of a big big thing. I mean, I Lamar Jackson even popped up on the injury report, so yeah, maybe they're looking you? at this as an excuse to like you know. Yeah, that's true. Maybe they take them easy this game. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go with the Jets too. Yeah, I, I just, yeah, fifteen and a half. I mean, on a short week. If this was, if this was like, you know, if this was earlier in the year, I think. Yeah. I think you'd probably lean Baltimore here, with how they're with how they're playing, but. Yeah, I think yeah, Baltimore and a basically a has a two-game lead. Is a lot, and it's obviously the Jets aren't, you know, a pushover. So I, I mean, yeah. they do have a good run defense. Yet Baltimore's, like you said, Baltimore's run defense is uh, run offense is definitely different yeah, than yeah, everyone else's. It's kind of tough to gauge. Uh, yeah, fifteen and a half for Thursday night is just too much for me. I, I agree with you. Um, so we're both on the Jets there. Green Bay hosts Chicago here. Green Bay is a four and a half point favorite. I was on Chicago last week, and I think I'm going with them again in this one. You gonna stick with them? I think I'm gonna stick with them. I just I don't think Green Bay is 
as good as these teams already played each other. I think it was ten to three the last game. Um, it was probably earlier. It was very yeah. Early. It was very early. Yeah. Uh, I think it was actually the first game of the season. I think it was Thursday. Yes, Thursday, it was Thursday, 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 Thursday night. night game. I think. Um, but yeah, I mean, Green Bay. They just don't. They don't stick out to me. Their offense has been, you know, kind of middle of the road. You but know, I, I can make the same team. point against the Bears. No, defense. you can. It's just I. I think. I think this point in the year. <laughs> I think this is playing right into what the Bears want. To be honest, and. You know, maybe it's what Green Bay wants too. I don't know. They they want to run the football. It's going to be 15 degrees uh, at kickoff to, uh, on Sunday. Is the projected weather? Oh, you want to go to this game? Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> um, what are you talking about? You don't want to go to a game that's. <laughs> I, went, I went to a game. I went to a college game like what was it, three four weeks ago, and it was probably like 35. And I'm <laughs> like, this is. This is a little too cold for me. I was, I went, I was being a baby, but... <laughs> I went to the uh, stadium series in the NHL. Uh, they played the Devils versus Rangers in Yankee Stadium. How was oh, that? Oh, God, it was cold. <laughs> well, it was probably, I think it was it was probably in, a cool experience, though. Yeah, it was cool, but it was in 20 degrees. And the sun was out, too. That was the worst part. The sun was out in 20 degrees. Oh, so, you know, <laughs> yeah. It was just so cold. Yeah, I, I don't know. 15 degrees, it's... That's... This is going to be this is going to be a low scoring game. Rogers plays really well in Does the cold and snow. Yeah, I just I could I just think that this I think this is going to be a field goal game. I think it's going to be another close game. I think it's going to be low scoring, you know, twenty to seventeen type game. And I just don't I don't think the Packers are this force to be reckoned with. Honestly, I think that. If Chicago can get a couple stops, they're gonna have some confidence. And Green Bay, with the with their rookie head coach, they might get a little rattled. I don't know. He doesn't make adjustments mm-hmm. in the second half, which is a problem. So I think I'm gonna go Green Bay. I'm gonna take them at home. I think Chicago's shown us some last couple weeks that they made a push, but I think this is it. I think Green Bay finally kicks them off the ledge. Yeah, well, that's that's the one thing for me is Green Bay being home. I just, you know, that's the only thing that would push me in the other direction. But I think I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Chicago for this one. Uh, Denver is going to Kansas City to play the Chiefs. Kansas City is a nine and a half point favorite. This is uh, this might be the one game where I jump off of Denver here. <laughs> I mean, look at Denver, eight and five against the spread for a five yeah. and eight team. Yeah, I think uh, you know, they have the same Vegas. against the spread record as the Chiefs. Vegas has no idea what to make the Broncos any week. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's kind of what, what you that's kind of the theme here. Uh it's gonna be another cold game, you know, twenty nine degrees. Oh, yeah, it looks like some winter blasts are coming. Winter's coming in full effect. I mean, we had some snow yeah. last night here in New York. Yeah, and it's actually supposed to warm up over the next couple. Of days. It's supposed to be get back into the fifties, and then it's gonna and then it's gonna get cold again right in time for uh, for football on Sunday. So, yeah, I, I don't know about this. I think the I don't know if they have the game on on here. Uh, Kansas they played each other in October, and Kansas City won thirty to six, and that was in Denver. I don't know. I think I think Kansas City's starting to starting to feel it. I think they're starting. They're to feel starting it. to get back in the groove. Yeah, seems like they have their full complement 
of weapons. Um, you know, Kelsey's obviously doing his thing every week. Tyreek Hill. Yeah, Mahomes looks healthy. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go KC here. I think I'm gonna agree with you. I don't know. They're hot right now. They're looking for that bye now because they beat the Patriots. Yeah, if the Patriots slip up again and Kansas City can keep going, you might see the Patriots playing. Wild card weekend for the first time in... I don't know how long. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that's actually, like, dead serious. I have no idea. It's been a long time, time since the Patriots played wild card weekend. Yeah. Um, but Probably that, that hey. 11-5 and five season with... Um, well, they actually didn't make the playoffs right? that year. Oh, they didn't make it? No. Oh, yeah. yeah that, was, that was, like, the one time with, like, 11 wins. You'd think that you're getting in mm-hmm. pretty much... They didn't get mm-hmm. in, which was very surprising, but... Uh, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. Um, but yeah, Kansas City. I think they're just primed for a, a big, a big blowout win here. Uh, one of the games of the week here: Tennessee hosting Houston. Tennessee's a minus. Th- uh, uh, Tennessee's a three-point favorite. I don't really know what direction to go in with this one. Well, especially with Houston, you don't know what you're getting any week from. Yeah. Uh, whenever it's something like this, I think we've talked about it. You look at the coaches. And you kind of... Who do you trust more? Who do you trust? I don't, I don't trust Bill O'Brien. <laughs> and that's... I mean, Mike Vrabel's made some pretty bad decisions. He has. I think that... The, we haven't uh, seen him in a while, but I remember... Was it... One of the weeks didn't he go for... I think it was like week two of the season. He went for like two. He was... For the the analytics thing? Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, uh, I forgot it was a while ago. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Tennessee, I think they're just on a roll right now. And being at home, I don't know. This. I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm going to lean Tennessee here. I think they've got something cooking right now. They're doing it all, in all facets of the game. Their passing game, you know, their rush game with Derrick Henry has been off the charts good. Defense has been solid. I just, uh, I think, I think this is going to be a game where Bill O'Brien just another mm-hmm. one, kind of like last week, where I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I don't know. I, I just, I have a feeling about Tennessee. I guess that's the best way to put it. Uh, I'm going to lean Houston. I mean, head to head, Bill O'Brien actually owns Tennessee. If you look at their past ten, yeah, the last ten, seven and three, straight up and against the spread. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna I also like Deshaun Watson as a player more than Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill's gonna hit that Tannehill wall. We know what Tannehill is as quarterback. I think yeah. <laughs> I mean I think Tannehill just feels very comfortable in this offense. I mean when he was in when he was in Miami, I mean outside of Jay Ajayi, did he really have like a solid running back? Yeah, did he really have a team like this? I, I don't think so. I think he's just kinda fit right in and he's Taking the keys and Houston actually does have a good run defense. They uh, on the road maybe not on the road not so much. Um, yeah, I mean I think that this is going to be a very this is going to be a close game. I think this is going to be a close game, and I could see it coming down to a field goal at the end. That's why I'll take the points just to. Yeah, yeah, I, I understand your way of thinking, uh, but that's going to be one of the one of the better games on the slate. Uh, Tennessee hosting Houston. I'm actually surprised that game didn't get flexed. Yeah, I mean we've been saying that for a, for a lot of games here. I mean, I don't know. If, I don't know when they can officially. I know the game got flexed this week. 
I don't know if this yeah, is the what, first week that was it? it was the Buffalo Pittsburgh game, right? Got flexed to Sunday night. Yeah, and Minnesota got kicked off Sunday night. It was Minnesota and the Chargers. That's yeah. why. Yeah. Yeah, I mean this. They should they should do that stuff more because it's not like they they made that decision months ago for Buffalo Pittsburgh. They just made that like two weeks ago. Like you know the schedule. Why not make? I don't know. Give the fans a little bit something a better a little bit something better to watch in those primetime games as the season comes to an end. Um, but Carolina hosts Seattle. Seattle's a six and a half point favorite right now on the road. Carolina just seems lost to me. Yeah, I think that coaching change just. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it kind of. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be warm on the on the East Coast there this weekend. Um, but yeah, I mean, I see Seattle just kind of having a bounce back, kind of big win here. They need it too because that division's tight. They can't screw up because the Rams are yeah. right there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Seattle here. I know it's. It's a little bit bigger than I would like for them coming on the road from the West coming from the East. West Coast, but I just think the combination of Seattle wanting to bounce back in Carolina. I just, mean, if you Seattle actually plays a lot better on the road, if you look at it for some reason. Yeah, they're uh, yeah. I mean, they they run the ball very well mm-hmm. on the road. They run for a hundred. I mean, the penny injury is going to hurt them. Towards yeah. ACL done for the year. Yeah. I think that's something they can overcome. Um, Yeah, they're just a better team. It's just a matter of if they have any jet lag or anything like that going on. I think they'll be all right, though, at six and a half. I like that. If you can get it lower, I mean, some of them are showing minus six. You get it at minus six, that's even better. Um, Cincinnati hosts New England. New England is a 10-point favorite. Going only, into, only 10 points with that uh, videotaping of the Bengals sideline. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I read something about that yesterday. Only, uh, all, all you got to do is say, I, I know we're doing it's a promotion for the team. We're doing a, a team uh, video. It's a, it's for this video series they do called well, Do Your Job. It's like their advanced scout or yeah, something. Yeah, they're videotaping their advanced scout. And they all knew you're not allowed to film from the press box. And yet, that's what they do. And isn't Do Your Job... You're supposed to know the rules yeah. of your job. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> and that's don't true. film the other team's sideline. <laughs> or don't wear a Patriots shirt and if you're trying to be discreet about it. No, nah, um, I don't think they were trying to steal anything. I don't, just, I don't think so either. I just think they were dumb enough that the do your job mantra yeah. doesn't actually... Doesn't apply. It does, not doesn't mean... Field, yeah. I guess. I don't know. You don't know. They need to know the rules of your job, I guess, either. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it was just kind of a weird, weird thing, but I, I don't know. I I think yeah, give me the Patriots. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't I'll care t- about I'm gonna, the nine. Yeah, I'm gonna take the well. It's uh, minus ten. Is ten? The, ten is the number. So I think the, I think the Patriots defense is, could pitch a shutout here. Honestly, I think that uh, the Patriots need a feel good win, and now the media is swarming them. I mean, Belichick yeah. had to give like a. 10-minute press conference today. You know how much he loves that. Yeah, so... So I'm sure they're going to come out, and I think think they're going to blow this team out. Um, They're going to have to figure out something offensively. I would not want to play this game. I know. I know. It's It's going to be a long 60 minutes. That's a good point. Um, But, yeah, I'll I'll be all over New England on this one. Um, Detroit hosts Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is a a three-and-a-half-point favorite. 
Detroit, like you mentioned, they're having some internal issues, getting fined by the league for their injury, uh, kind of misinformation. Stafford's out, it looks like. He's out indefinitely. Marvin Jones on IR. They just have so many injuries. I think I'm going to roll with Tampa Bay. I am too. I mean, the thing that concerns me about Tampa Bay is Mike Evans are probably going to shut him down for the season. And Darius Slay still is a good cornerback, so... Yeah. Chris um, Godwin might be shut down this game, so they're going to need someone to step up. I mean, he finally threw to O.J. Howard this week. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. Where has he been? He was, uh, what was he, like a top 15 overall pick <laughs> or something? He was taking like 10th, I think. Um, but yeah, Tampa Bay, they just put up points, man. They Like, the yardage doesn't stand out, but... They, they just put up points. It's kind of weird to look at their their statistics. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Detroit's defense, not very good at home. I think this is this is going to be one of those games where, um, you know, maybe Tampa Bay's defense shows up. I don't know. Tampa Bay has, like, weird games where their defense just plays really well. And then... I mean, who do you have to stop on the lines? Well, exactly. Galladay, that, that's yeah. all that's left? Uh, yeah, Jones is out. Um yeah, I mean, who, who else is there? Uh, but, yeah, yeah, I think Tampa Bay is going to continue to roll and get their fourth straight win in this one. Hey, maybe they finish mm-hmm. with a 500 record. That would be <laughs> that would be a, a kind of a big accomplishment. And, you know, you forget that Bruce Arians went there in the offseason, and he's a good coach. So I think they, they're happy to have him. But Giants host Miami. Nobody gives a shit about this game. Uh, Eli might start again. Oh, did they say that? There's rumors of it. I take that back. (laughs) I I give a (laughs) shit now. (laughs) Um, Dolphins are Eli's best shot at one more win with the Giants. All right, so it looks like... Just give him the last home start. Yeah, he's okay, so he's expected to start. I mean, it's not official yet, so... No, but why why play Daniel Jones? Uh, You want to to get him... Get him... You know, well, I understand you want to give him experience, but why play him with the injury? Yeah, it's the same well, thing with Barkley. Like, Barkley to me shouldn't. He shouldn't have played ever since that ankle injury. They should have just shut like, him down. Like this should have. Mm-hmm. He should have come back maybe like last week, because they originally said eight to eleven weeks, right? Yeah, and he came back in what two, four? Like, <laughs> yeah, it was something crazy. Like they they were talking about him. Like this guy's not human. Mm-hmm. And it's like yeah, but that just because uh, that doesn't mean that. He should be playing. Just because he technically can play doesn't mean he should be playing with an injury. Yeah. I'm taking the Giants. You lie. <laughs> Give me that Giants 117 and 117. That's all I want. Ah, uh, yeah, I know. Just right? a 500 record. Oh, uh, I think the Giants are going to win, but I don't think they're going to win by more than a field goal. That's the thing. Because Fitzpatrick is going <laughs> to. Fitzpatrick is going to come up here and he's going to say, I'm ruining your day. That's what he's going to say. Um, I'm going to go Miami. I think the Giants are going to win. I just think my, I, I think Miami's going to be... I have no love for you anymore. Well, hey, that's why I said the Giants are going to no, win, no, I no. think. No, no, no. <laughs> All right, well, the Giants are getting... Hey, Giants are getting even money right now if you if you bet them three and a half. <laughs> they cost me enough money this weekend. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. I don't even want to talk about how much money the Giants cost me. Yeah, yeah let's, not, let's not get into that. Um... Washington hosting Philly. Philly's a four and a half point favorite on the road. I think Washington is in a position where they're just not going to show up. <laughs> I know this is a division game and they hate each other, 
But the Eagles... Does anyone even hate the Redskins anymore? I feel like as pathetic as the Giants have been, I feel like the Redskins have been even more pathetic. I think the, <laughs> the only reason that people hate the Redskins is because of the name and that whole controversy mm-hmm. that went on. I don't think anybody cares about the Redskins <laughs> for football reasons. Everyone just hates their owner. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that's that's true. Um, I just I, I think Philly's got to win this. I don't like what they've been doing lately. Obviously, they needed a big rally to beat the Giants, but I'm going to go with the Eagles here. I think that four and a half is definitely doable for them. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I wish they just... What about... uh, What's the old Dallas receiver? I forget his name. He wanted to come back this season, but Dallas didn't want him. Des Bryant? Des Bryant. Oh, yeah. Well, I, honestly, at this point, I call up Des Bryant and say, you want to... <laughs> Why not? I think... what well, I don't know what Alshon Jeffrey's injury was. Do you know what it was? Nah, something with his foot or something. He's out for the season. So, they need they need help. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I mean, they why need not help. at this point? Yeah. No, that's that's a good point. It's be- He's be- probably better than Greg Ward Jr. <laughs> so... That's how... Uh... Until quick these NFL players pull out of my head once yeah, right. they're not in the league. <laughs> Philly's road defense is awful, <laughs> but Washington's home offense is worse. Washington's home offense averages 230 yards per game and 13 points. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> That's pretty bad. But Philly's given up almost 30 on the road, so... I don't uh, see the Redskins scoring. No, 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 no. No, they're not going to... Yeah, like Darius Geis is out... This game, this it's gonna. This is Philly's got a chance to win the division here. Something that they should never have had in the first place. Maybe they feel like they've got a second chance now, and they're going to uh, take advantage of. You would think, but who uh, you would hope so. You would think. Uh, we get into the four o'clock games here. Oakland's hosting Jacksonville. I, I don't know what to make of this game. Yeah, I don't know. Um, don't you spend know, your money on this game. Don't Minshew's starting, I believe, again, right? He's starting. Um, I mean, yeah, DJ Chark is out. Uh, they're one receiver. Yeah. But yeah, my thing is, I just, I don't, I don't see Oakland. Just covering a touchdown. Covering a touchdown. <laughs> That's a thing. I mean, oh, but I Josh Jacobs is no official word yet. He missed last week. It was a game time oh, decision last week. Oh, if he week. was playing, this would be the game for him. I think he might. Uh, I think he's still questionable. Let's see the injury report. It looks like he's questionable right now. If I'm, he plays, Jackson, I'm, Stevens gives him 165 yards on the ground. On I know. The I'm, I'm going to bank on him playing, so I'm going to take Oakland. I'm going to go Oakland, too. I'll go Oakland, too. I'll go with the home team here. I think... I have no idea to be Jacksonville honest. Jacksonville has died. This. Yeah, yeah. They're just. I, I I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't have a. I don't have a Feel explanation. This, no. It's just. You know, Oakland's at home, and I'm literally just banking on Josh Jacobs playing, and he'll destroy them because yeah. that's exactly what Oakland wants to do. Well, if he's not playing, I think you'll see this line jump back down. Yeah, you'll see it come down a little bit. Uh, Arizona hosts Cleveland. Obviously, all the issues with Cleveland, you know, they're they're a three-point favorite here. You know, Mayfield kind of bashing the organization a little bit. He hasn't been able to keep his mouth shut all year. Uh, 
I think I'm going to have to pick them, though. Um, yeah, I'm going to take Cleveland here, too. Arizona's defense is not very good. I mean, this should be a Nick Chubb game, but you know how that goes. How many goes. times have we said that this year? Uh, way too many, and it not happened. See, the thing is, Arizona... It's a three-point spread, though. Arizona has been getting some big spreads, so they're actually seven, five, and one against the spread, despite being three and nine, which is impressive. But oh, Arizona gives up <laughs> the most passing yards <laughs> per yardage. Oh, really? Oh, so then they're just going to come <laughs> yep. out and throw the ball. Uh, Freddie though... Freddie Kitchens is going to see that, even though they're twenty-fourth in rush. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's fantastic. Freddie Kitchens is going to see that. He's going to be like, oh. I kind of want to watch this game just to just to look at how inept he is as a coach. You know? You have Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb back there. You're playing Arizona, the 25th-ranked run defense. How about you run the ball? But no, they got to take care of all their guys. They got, And they're not even doing that. <laughs> is Baker even completing over 50% for the season? I would love to know that. I'm going to look it up right <laughs> now because 59%. That seems... 15 touchdowns, 16 picks. That seems way too high. There's no way he's completing almost 60% of his passing. He's had three or four games under 50%, I believe. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's had one, two... Exactly 50 against the Rams. 50 against the Rams, 53, 54. So he's had two games under... He's had two games under 50, one at 50. Yeah, but he's got some, like, 55s, 54s. Yeah, he's he's not had a good year. 15 touchdowns, 16 picks. And OBJ, he'll get his 1,000 yards still, but... His four catches, 40 yards a game. Yeah. That's, it looks like yeah. his average. Honestly. Hey, that's like for a running back. If you average 60 yards a game, you're getting, you know, yeah. you're, you're getting close to 1,000. So you, have, you average 65 or whatever, you're getting to 1,000. So mediocrity, I guess. But... Uh, yeah, I guess you have to go Cleveland here. Arizona really hasn't shown much. And with Especially the, lately, even it, late in the season. If this was like a touchdown, I'd probably choose Arizona, honestly. But it's only three points. I'll take I'll take Cleveland here. Uh, Chargers host Minnesota. Like you said, this was the Sunday night game originally, but they they pushed it back to uh, 4.05. Minnesota's a three-point favorite. I'm telling you, three-point favorite for Minnesota at plus 105. Give me Minnesota. I'll take Minnesota. I hope Danelle Hunter kills Philip Rivers this week. Just ends him. Imagine. Just gives him a vasectomy on the field so he can't have any more kids. <laughs> I feel like nine's enough. <laughs> you can actually see that happening. Um, Thielen's questionable. Xavier Rhodes is questionable. Xavier Rhodes really hasn't had a good year. But I would love if Thielen actually played in this game. That'd be nice. It would be nice. I think Minnesota is going to win either way. Uh, three points on the road for them at nine and four. The Chargers, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, we've talked about them all year. They've been a mess. They don't have um, a home field advantage, so it's no. not like that matters. At home, they're against I wonder if Vegas is going to start taking into account that. Maybe that's why Minnesota's got the minus three. Well, Minnesota should, I mean, Minnesota's a better team. But this basically is going to be a Minnesota home game. There is no LA Chargers fans. No, they don't exist. No, we're we're going off the Bovada lines here. If you can get it at two and a half, even better, obviously, because then you don't have to worry about the push if they win by a field goal. I think that they're going to be they're going to be they're going to be just fine, Minnesota. 
for for the way that they play, I think they'll be all right. Um, San Francisco hosting Atlanta, big spread here. San Francisco's minus eleven. Uh, this is a big spread, but I think I'm gonna have to go with San Fran, honestly. I actually am gonna agree with you. I mean, Atlanta's O line has had some of the worst problems out there. They just don't get talked about because Atlanta's been so bad. But yeah, their O line is decimated, and I think there's five first round picks on that San Francisco defensive one. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, defensively, they they're giving up less than they're giving up 240 yards per game at home and 16 points and you know Atlanta's offense is better on the road than it is at home which is just so weird to Calvin me Calvin Ridley's out for the season though yeah and Julio Jones has had some injuries um you know I just think that this is gonna be you know, shellacking yeah, for, for the 49ers I think they're gonna they're gonna be able to do whatever they want they will just wanna run the hand it off 50 times, I think they'll... And Lana's gotten us off their scent a little bit with that 40 points last week, but... No, that's, you know, this is a different team. And that surprise game against the Saints like yeah. four weeks ago. And going on the road into San Fran, I think they're, they're going to have their problems. And it's not like yeah. San Fran still needs to keep winning. Yeah. The NFC, yeah, you do. need to keep winning. There's no yeah. such thing. You can't take a game off in the NFC. No, San Francisco is going to win the game, no doubt, in my opinion. It's just, are they going to cover 11 mm-hmm. points? I think that they, I think they'll be able to. Um, all right, last last few games here. Dallas hosts the Rams. Dallas at home is an underdog. How about that? I don't know if that, I couldn't tell you the last time that happened. Rams, I'm sure there'll be some tweet about that. Rams are a, a one-point favorite on the road in Dallas. I think I'm going to ride the Rams. Just with I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm riding the Rams. I'm not I taking, picked them last week. I was very happy Dallas. with their performance against Seattle. Yeah, we, that was the one. That was our head-to-head matchup in the locks. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm with you on the Rams. I think they're just playing at a, at a high level right now, and Dallas isn't. And, I mean, you've seen... We've, we've talked about the schedule that Dallas has had and them being the number one ranked offense pretty much. Um, and it's falling it's, off quick. <laughs> it's, to me, it's, it's a lot of smoke and mirrors with who they've played. They've taken advantage of those teams. And yes, you play who's on your schedule. So they beat up on those teams. But when they play good teams, they don't show up. What's Dallas lost two in a row? Or three in a row? I think it's two. Um, they've lost three in a row, four out of five. So they're they're trending in the wrong direction. Even before that, they started off the season. You know, uh, their last ten game, the last ten games, Dallas is three and seven. You know, so they actually they started off three and zero, oh, and now they're three they're three and seven over the last ten. Uh, you know, that's they're just not just not playing. You look at a coaching matchup between oh, Jason yeah. Garrett and Sean McVay. Not even close. This is a basically a pick 'em game. I'm taking the Rams. I'd be very. I would be very surprised if the Cowboys win this game. Yeah, and this is this is just setting up a seven and nine winner for the NFC East. That's all it's setting up. Yeah, because you could watch Dallas loses, right? They go to six and eight, then they beat Philly, <laughs> and then they lose. Yeah, they both lose. <laughs> then they're gonna be seven and nine. And it's setting up as a seven and nine NFC winner. Fantastic. That just pisses me <laughs> off even more about this whole thing because we were talking about it. If Eli played all year. Honestly, I believe that they would be in the playoff hunt, and they might not. They might not be like. They, they might, might be not be four and twelve or something. Yeah. They, well, I think that they, it's just sad. Four and twelve might be in the playoff hunt. You know, 
I, I think the Redskins just officially got eliminated last week. I know. And, if, yeah, if the Giants – if Eli plays, are you telling me that the Giants might not be a couple wins better? I know yeah. they're 2-11, but still, I mean – They'd probably be the Cardinals and the Lions, definitely. Yeah, so that's two let, – let's just say they're sitting right now. But I, I don't know if they beat Tampa Bay. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could go both ways. You could go both ways. That's a good point. I just this the steadiness <laughs> of of him, and maybe I don't know. I'm not maybe I, not I, to thirty turnovers. That'd be nice. Exactly. That's that's the big <laughs> thing for me. But uh, so that's ni- that's neither here nor there. Uh, Sunday night game. This was flexed. Pittsburgh hosting Buffalo. Pittsburgh's a, a one and a half point favorite. Um. I'm a little surprised at this number. <laughs> I kind of, I mean, I kind of feel that Buffalo would be favored here. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with them. I'm gonna go with Buffalo. I've been off on Buffalo this year. If the Steelers win this game, then sure, <laughs> Mike Tomlin can be coach of the year. I like this is the this is the game. I don't know if Josh Allen's had a prime time start. I, Bills don't get a lot of media coverage. No, they don't. That's why I think they might have flexed this game. Yeah, yeah. They, just, I I'm gonna how I'm gonna break down this game is who's got the better quarterback. I'd rather have Josh Allen ten times out of ten over yeah Duck Hodges whatever his name is. Pittsburgh seven and one in their last eight. I know, it's what amazing. What happened? You know. And that's without Juju. It's without <laughs> I just Connor. Like, I just like Buffalo's defense. I just like yeah. their defense. I think that they're going to have – Hodge is going to have problems. You know, Smith-Schuster, even if he plays, is he going to be – And look at this weather. This is going to be some sh- – Yeah, it's going to be 27 mm-hmm. degrees. Um, Ten mile per hour winds. Yeah, I think that uh, – I don't know. This to me – I think I think Pittsburgh is going to have a tough time with – uh, Buffalo's defense. I agree with you. I think they both have pretty similar defenses, but I think uh, Buffalo can definitely run the ball more than Buffalo has not lost against uh, the spread against the spread on the road this year. Just see that now five zero and one against the spread on the road. So they travel. Mm-hmm. That's that's what you want to see, mm-hmm. and that that's a big, uh, you know, a big. Uh, Thing for their defense. That's a big reason why is their defense. So, um, but yeah, I'm on Buffalo, and you are all right. So we're both yeah, I'm gonna take Buffalo. All right. So last game here Monday night, New Orleans hosting Indianapolis. New Orleans is a nine point favorite. Indianapolis has not really shown me much. I mean, I know they came out to play against Tampa Bay, but that's Tampa Bay. <laughs> I think being in, in the Superdome here, nine points to me is a pretty good number. Well, it's nine points. I'm going to assume this is accounting for no T.Y. Hilton because the Rams have no wide receivers left. Yeah, right now he's questionable. But I'm probably going to – why are you going to play him? Yeah, there's point? no reason to, yeah. I mean, technically, I guess you could say, well, we still have a shot, you know. Which they do, but... I mean, the underrated thing about the game last week, it was with the Saints uh, 49ers. The Saints were missing two out of three starting linebackers. Yeah, and it looks like A.J. Klein's questionable. Kiko Alonso is questionable. 
Uh, but you have an extra day to, to be ready for this. So I mean, I'm going to lean Saints here. I'm going to take them. And I'm just backing on the Colts offense not being able to do anything. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Saints as well. I think... I think the Saints winning by 10 points is actually very realistic. I think that they this is a game that, you know, with the way Indy's playing, they've struggled. Um, let's look at their – they've lost three, five out of six, and – They haven't been putting up any points. No, nah, they haven't been putting up any points. They've, they've been some, some close mm-hmm. – outside of Jacksonville and Tampa Bay, um, you know, they're five – they're five, uh, five out of the last six. They've they've put up. They haven't been able to put up more than twenty four. So they, you know, this is a game where their defense is going to have to step up to have a chance in this one. And I don't know if they're going to be. I able mean, to. I'd like if the Saints got Alvin Kamara involved. <laughs> yeah, what's the deal with him? I would love to know. Well, we'll uh, we'll have to keep an eye on that. But yeah, we're both on New Orleans here. So let's uh, do our let's locks. do our locks before we get out of here. And since you beat me in the head-to-head, I will go first. We didn't we didn't uh, disagree, disagree on too lot. many this week, but but we've both been hot, so that should be a good thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, my first lock here, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Cleveland against my <laughs> my better judgment. I just uh, you love it. You just like to play Arizona. I don't. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. That defense is is pretty <laughs> bad. So, what do you got? Uh, I think I'm gonna take Minnesota minus three. I think that's uh, that's a good that's a good bet. I think that that that's kind of one of the weird lines to me this week. I'm not really sure why. I mean, you get the benefit of Kirk Cousins is doesn't have to play in prime time now. Yeah. Well, no prime time and. The Chargers... Dalvin Cook's going to destroy that defense. Yeah. Yeah, I think that the Vikings are going to be able to do whatever they want. Um, For my second lock, I will take... I'm going to take San Fran at home. Taking the big sprint? Minus 11. Yeah, I'll take that one. San Fran's, I think, (laughs) just going to... They're just going to crush him. And uh, I'm going to take... Philly minus four and a half. I mean, they should kill the Redskins. This, sh- this shouldn't even be a question. Surprise, it's only four and a half. Yeah, the only obviously, like we talked about, there are a lot of injuries, but but they need this. They need this win here. Um, and the four and a half. Uh, if it was, if it was anything more than six, if it, then then you'd start considering the Redskins. Yeah. But four and a half to me. I mean, win win by two field goals. You know they got to win the division. They got to do something. Now this is the, this is the one game. You know they play Dallas next week, and then I don't know who they play. Uh, the Giants week seventeen. Okay, so they need this win. They have a real easy schedule. Yes, they <laughs> should win two out of three. But we saw with the they with the Giants. You know the Giants had them on the ropes. So they they, they yeah. But I, to be honest, I like the Giants receivers a lot more than. Anyone the Redskins have in the receivers besides maybe Terry McLaren. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Um, So for our head-to-head, which you've just demolished me all season on, I don't know how many I've won. I don't think I've won more than two, to be honest. I think think you're like like 12-2 and against me for the head-to-heads, which is pretty wild. (laughs) But uh, 
Yeah, for the head-to-head. Yeah, why don't we do the uh, do the Chicago one? Yeah. Okay. We'll do the Chicago so one. Gonna... I'm, I'm on Chicago. And you are on Take the Packers. Take Green Bay. I'm on the Packers. The uh, line's four and a half for this one. Okay. Let me give a quick recap. Max, you're going to take Cleveland minus three, San Fran minus 11, Chicago plus four and a half. I'm going to go Minnesota minus three, Philly minus four and a half, and Green Bay minus four and a half. All right. So those are our locks. We've been we've been doing a pretty good job uh, last couple mm-hmm. weeks just picking some good games. And, it, it, you know, I guess you can kind of figure that as you mm-hmm. get towards the end of the year and you have a good feel for teams and which teams are still playing. This which is usually aren't. when Vegas gets a little tighter, though. Yeah, yeah. So they just, have all the numbers now that they put into the formulas they run. Yeah, so that's that's a thing. But we're uh, we're look we're feeling pretty good, looking pretty good. So we'll try to keep it rolling for week fifteen. And um, yeah, just uh, I'm surprised mm-hmm. the, the season. I mean, it always goes by quick, but and it's been very quick you know we're we're basically uh what four weeks away from from playoff football which is exciting uh and like we said there are a lot of games that are more important than others you know a handful of games don't even really matter as Mm. far as we're gonna start dipping our toe back into the other sports basketball hockey coming out yep yeah we got whole games in college football yeah, yeah, we got we got some some things coming up where we're going to start to branch out a little bit and talk about some other stuff, like you said. So so keep an eye out for that. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Square the Sharp. Uh, make sure to check us out on iTunes and Podbean. Uh, just search for Squaring Up the Sharp; it'll pop right up there. And uh, make sure to check out the uh, Link Sports website, uh, linksports.com, L-Y-N-Q. Like I mentioned earlier, everything's free. I say it every time. You got to check it out. Opinion pieces, betting analysis. People put in a lot of time and effort to bring you the best. So make sure to check that out. And uh, keep an eye out on Twitter for for what we've got coming up. Like Austin said, we got basketball, hockey. We're going to start branching out. So keep an eye out for that. And uh, good luck in week 15. Here's to squaring up the sharp.